This is the Data Privacy Detective. It's early October 2019. One interesting uh, matter is what's going on in litigation involving Starwood Hotels. In 2018, there was a breach of customer uh, data. And uh, in defense, Marriott, that's Starwood's parent company, claims that uh, the passport numbers that were revealed in this breach really caused no harm to anybody because uh, even if somebody knows somebody else's passport number, it's, you can't really forge the passport, at least very easily. And so what's the harm? That's the argument. We'll see how the court deals with that, but an interesting argument. And, of course, that's been one of the big problems in uh, in plaintiff's claims in the data breach area. It's one thing if your data is now in the possession of, of uh, perhaps a bad actor or certainly a bad actor. It's another thing if you've actually been harmed. You can be concerned, but uh, how do we put a value on that? That's what the courts are dealing with uh, in these class actions about data breaches. Another interesting report out from the Annals of Internal Medicine. Uh, most people in this area understand that on the dark web, medical information about individuals is actually more valuable than bank account information. Uh, there are reasons for that, of course, and the, the data can be used to uh, approach people with uh, Viagra from China or whatever. And, uh, you know, this th this has become a, a major topic. But interestingly, the new report out by the Annals of Internal Medicine says the vast majority of data breaches that involve medical providers really don't target medical information. Instead, uh, according to the study, 71% of the private health information breaches uh, went after financial uh, information, bank account information, uh, credit card information, that sort of thing. And only 2%, according to the study, compromised medical information. So maybe a little insight into what thieves are really after here. It would be a pretty sophisticated person who knew how to take medical information and turn it into money. Uh, we shall see. But I want to focus on two developments uh, this week, early October 2019. Uh, one is uh, uh, California, quite interesting. California's uh, Consumer Privacy Act comes into force January 1, 2020, three months from now. Amendments are uh, flying about the legislature. We'll see how the final act actually uh, shapes up. But even so, the uh, the gentleman who really was the driving force behind the quick passage of that act has decided he's really not trusting the uh, legislature. Uh, Alistair McTaggart is his name. He's a real estate developer. And he's already drafted and floated a 53-page uh, uh, initiative for the voters to vote on directly in November 2020, presidential election time. And it would uh, really be a much tougher than the current act uh, approach from the privacy uh, standpoint. Uh, and if that happens then, and if it's voted into, into force in November 2020, it would come into force in January 2021. Uh, so stay tuned for California. It just shows you the patchwork nature of uh, U.S. data privacy law. No overarching federal law. 
And instead, we have states, uh, California being the largest, 45 million people live there, uh, dealing with data privacy. And then some really interesting things in what, what has come to be called the right to be forgotten. Now, this, this really came to prominence when uh, the general data privacy regulation uh, kicked into force in May of 2018 throughout the European Union. And uh, European Union rules affect people uh, outside of, uh, of Europe, Google being one of them. Google was uh, uh, told in a 2014 court ruling that it had to de-link from uh, Google websites, uh, at least in the European Union, uh, a, a link to a site that had to do with uh, older information about an individual that, that he wanted deleted. You know, at least he didn't want Google to pull up in its search engine uh, this, this link to another website. And uh, he won. And this, this created this notion of a right to be forgotten. Uh, the, the phrase is contained within the, the GDPR. But what does it really mean? Uh, the, the, the ruling there was really the right to be delinked, not to be forgotten, because uh, information that's out there in a legitimate way is still information that's out there. And uh, one probably has no right to get it expunged everywhere in the world. Uh, what are you going to do? Have textbooks pulled off the shelves and uh, have pages cut out? You know, I mean, think about it for a minute. Now, what happened uh, September 24, 2019 was a significant victory for Google. It raised the point that, okay, uh, it'll comply within the EU of what the European Court of Justice has ordered, but it shouldn't have to do that outside of the EU. So Google US or uh, Google Japan or Google elsewhere shouldn't be controlled in how its search engine pulls up uh, and links to other sites. Um, that was the issue. And of course, the individual on the other side of this case, in this case is actually the French government that had ordered Google to delink uh, uh, globally from its search capabilities sites that contain embarrassing or out-of-date information. And facing this French government order, uh, Google asked for a preliminary ruling by the European Court of Justice saying, wait a minute, uh, uh, France can't go that far. And, the, and GDPR doesn't reach that way. And this time, the European Court of Justice agreed with, with Google. And you have to understand the argument on the other side. What if Russia says, well, I'll tell you, and anybody who uh, says uh, Crimea is not part of Russia, you must de-link. Uh, what, what if people... Uh, in the Muslim world, on the Shia uh, or Sunni side of things, say that this or that can't be uh, posted and you must delink. I can go on and on, but you can see the issues. We have no world government. And uh, what's a search engine to do when faced with uh, very uh, diff different and uh, troubling uh, requests from governments throughout the world saying, well, globally, you've got to change your whole search engine approach? At least in this particular case, the ECJ uh, sided with Google. We'll see where it all heads. But when you get down to specific uh, uh, cases, it gets even more interesting. Take one out of Italy. Uh, Thirteen years ago, a, a, uh, an enterprising couple started a website called Prima Donna in uh, 
Italy, and, and it basically uh, used the police reports to post things, and people would go on and see if somebody had been convicted of a crime and so on. And they made a little money off the advertising every year. Well, there was a gentleman who stabbed his brother in a brawl in 2008, over 10 years ago. He wasn't convicted of a crime. I assume the Italian police thought, well, it's between two brothers. They'll work it out. Uh, but, the, uh, the, of course, there was a police report, and it was posted. And so the Prima Danois website uh, posted the information. Well... The brother uh, who stabbed the other brother uh, said, wait a minute, that's old. There's no public interest in that. I was never convicted of anything, so please remove that from the website. And the website, of course, said, wait a minute, we're just kind of a platform that reports public information. <laughs> Why are you coming after us? Well, Italian judge sided with the brother uh, and agreed the information was stale, wasn't in the public interest anymore, and awarded 10,000 euros about $11,000 at current exchange rates uh, because of the damage to the individual's reputation. And the individual ran a restaurant and the individual argued that uh, his restaurant business was uh, harmed and so he made some money. Well, the website shut down in 2018, but the owner continues to appeal the Italian ruling where it's not the European uh, Court of Justice, but it's the European Court of Human Rights where... Uh, the European court in that instance, that, that European court, is there to enforce the human right uh, aspects of European law. Uh, and the gentleman uh, who is appealing, even though the website shut down, is arguing, wait a minute, you, you can't uh, do this to a, what amounts to a press organization, a media organization that's simply sharing uh, as a platform what is public, a police report. Very interesting. We'll keep uh, following that. That's the top of the news this week. As always, I'll sign off by saying protecting your personal data begins with you.